This is People Who Play, a show about the art of playful living. I'm Emma Warrillow, researcher, writer and part-time mermaid. And I'm Ben Martin, content creator and nostalgia junkie. Every episode we discuss family life, playtime and we interview a guest who has found a way to play at life. From creatives to educators to comedians, our aim is to inspire more grown-ups to grow down and unleash their unique play powers. If you'd like to join our play crew and find more inspiration and info on play, follow at playful underscore den on Instagram. And for all your retro feels, find me on Instagram at benflyingretro. I'm on there too, at Emma Warrillow, E-M-M-A, W-O-R-R-O-L-L-O, really. This podcast drops bi-weekly on Mondays, but if that's not enough to get your playful vibes vibing, you can also join my Patreon for £5 a month and you'll get a personal pod from me, which drops alternate Mondays. Plus, you can now watch the video interviews of our guests directly in there too. We really do appreciate all your likes, subscribes, follows and shares. These digital high fives really mean a lot to us and help us to grow the show. Okay, let's get on with the episode. It's playtime. Chirpy, chirpy, cheep, cheep. Hi, Ben. You got your vibes back. Let's hope so for the listeners' sake and mine. <laughs> My vibes, they're, they're coming. They're Ooh. pretty much back. I went in the sea yesterday and that really helped. Hi everyone, welcome to People Who Play, episode 31. Emma's vibes are coming back. Breaking news. From your voice, I would say, you know, they're certainly not back yet. Well, we record this now on a Monday morning, so it's, yeah. it's straight in there, isn't it? Yeah, straight in there, and I'm pumped and excited about the week. That's because you've just been hanging out at the coffee shop for an hour. Well, what have you been doing for the last hour? I did the school drop. Then my reward is a flat white. Oh, do you have flat whites now? I mix and match. Hmm. Uh, I went through a period of having, um, what's the one called with chocolate in it? Cappuccino? No. Big in Australia. Mocha. Oh, a mocha? Yeah. I feel like a mocha is an underappreciated coffee. Because it's like, oh, I want to be a grown-up and have coffee and also I'm really tired. But also, just give me a hot chocky choc. Ideally, I just like a filter. Just black. Ugh. Well, I just want the essence of the coffee. That's bad breath central. I just brushed my teeth. <laughs> because you. we still have one mic, but there are talks yeah, that we may be... Yeah, we're up. We asked for some feedback, and we got lovely feedback, didn't we, Ben? Hella feedback. And... Made me feel like I need to watch what I say. What? I'm like, people actually listen to this? <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, that is the... Yeah, that's the interesting dichotomy, isn't it? Because when... Good word. We start... Why is this podcast just That's like saying awesome. words I think and I know what getting that, excited? I think I know what that one means. On, Dichotomy means... Bit of a pickle. Yeah, but, but more than that. Mm. It's complex. Yeah, it's like... Ooh. It's multi-layered problem. It's like, what you gonna do? God, you don't want to be in a dichotomy, do you? Sounds oh. awful. Oh, no. But that is the dichotomy of when you do something. So this podcast has really been play for us, definitely started it with no objectives no specific you know not looking for any kind of outcome and once you get into stuff and it becomes more like that maybe you get a following you know maybe you feel more responsibility how do you keep 
the same energy. That doesn't sound like you doing something without no outcome or goal or <laughs> incentive, just rudderless. That's my life, baby. That doesn't sound like you at all. You're yeah. more like, this is the structure and plan for this year. Now let's go, team. <laughs> and that's just her talking to, to her family <laughs> on a Sunday having a roast dinner. Yeah, like it's a board meeting. You are funny, running this family like a business. <laughs> but what's funny is if I don't do that, I feel like I can't do the relaxedness. Hang on a minute. Are you the CEO of this family? <gasps> well, yeah, obviously. Do you know what I am? Intern. No! <laughs> Emma, good lol. Real good. Um, slightly offensive, but good. No, I'm the CFO. You are. What is that? Um, oh, Central. <laughs> no, Chief? it's the business one. Chief. Financial officer. I was going to get it wrong. I was going to say central. Central. Fi- central finance officer. <laughs> Why is it an officer? Yeah, it's boring, isn't it? I'm, I'm managing the ins and outs, and boy, the outs are big. Once upon a time, I actually genuinely did have the title CEO. I suppose I could still have that in my business, but it's just me. <laughs> Once upon a time, I never had any title. Yeah. <laughs> the end. I mean, I don't even like putting Mr. Titles are overrated. I've, I've been thinking and I've been making genuine notes about what kind of career advice would I give to the children. I think it's Do you quite... mean the children of the future? <laughs> in, in like... Uh... All the children! All the children of the world! You mean um, our children? I mean our children. They are the ones that I mostly have access to. But I'd like to share this with my community for anyone that's interested. Because I think it's quite difficult knowing what to say about career based on many factors like you've only got your own lived experience to draw on which might be tricky if your kids want to do something different and also we don't know what the future's going to be Benj. I've got a careers advice story. Can I just finish my career advice? Do you want me to tell you what it is? I've got it written down here in my notes. For me or the children? The children but okay. it, actually, it actually covers you as well. My first bit of career advice for them is to prepare to pivot. Here we go, pivot! Physically, like yoga, or more kind of like pivot, like careers and pivot. Pivot. Pivot their career. We just can't stop talking about friends on this show. We can't. Uh, Variety is the spice of life, they say, Benj. And I think that applies to so many things. I think it's such a true statement. Don't know where it comes from. But I think that is true for career fulfillment i really do i really do believe in that that's a hill that i will die on i think that you need to diversify your career and even more so in this day and age like this time these kids because they're so they're going to be generalists apparently so we're very sort of expert at the moment but they're going to have lots of multiple skills and i think for them to be fulfilled they're going to want to pivot um, into different industries into different ways of making income But to pivot, because I've done it, it is a bit of a privilege because to shift, to retrain, to have a break requires sweet, sweet moolah. So I'm going to advise them to always be preparing for their pivot plan. I'm so sorry, but you're preparing to pivot plan privilege. Privilege, prepared, pivot. Okay, I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. You think? Can you just strip out all the fancy words and just give it to me like it is? Save, you want them to have multiple careers. Save up 
and plan for when you want to save up all your pokemon cards yeah what you got to plan for this yeah it's like an exit strategy exit strategy so what are you yeah but you're assuming that they've got a crap job that they want to change no i'm not oh you can pivot from a really good job people have really good jobs but they're burnt out or they're stressed and i think that is also the problem with career is like a lot of jobs do come with a high amount of pressure and do come with a lifestyle that isn't necessarily you know it doesn't go with the lifestyle that you want it's not conducive yeah big word alert it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it you shouldn't do it forever to do it for a bit but then how are you going to get out you once said that when people ask me what i do i need to hyphenate always with the grammar and the words with you (laughs) in reality what does that mean you're 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 a slash you're a slash this a slash that gnr yeah so save up to shift and if they have dreams that maybe they don't start off pursuing at the beginning don't give up on them pivot do it later i don't know if children listen to this pod (laughs) deaf ears no i'm actually sharing it with you as my co-parent and my cfo (laughs) central business district officer no finance my, my second piece of advice to them is going to be to come, become a lifestyle entrepreneur. Again, you're going to need to break that down because <laughs> so that just sounds like fluff. I think when we, when we talk to kids and the way that they're educated and stuff, they're always thinking about the job. What job do you want to have? What do you want to be? What's your career going to be? What do you want to go into? And I actually think they should spend more time thinking about what lifestyle do you want? What hobbies do you want to do? What environment do you want to live in? Like, like, and then... A more holistic approach. And then what is the job that allows you to do that? Or fits around that? I tell you what, this doesn't happen often, but I really agree with that. Oh. No, I massively... Can we have a special sound for that? No, hallelujah to what you just said, girl. Doesn't isn't that just everyone though, not just the kids? Well, no. What I'm saying, Why aren't you going into schools and saying that you would be a bloody hero? I do genuinely want to make some. Like, Get into schools. I want to make some career up to date career advice for Gen Alpha. Chris Akabusi came into my school. Did he help you? He had a gold medal. Anyway, careers advice. It can be dangerous, really dangerous. I think it might have changed, but in the early 90s, I had careers advice in middle school. I think I was in year eight, and that made me, what, 12? There was just like some old computer in there. The headmaster was in there, and just this dude. And he was like, what do you want to do? I was like, film director. Like, really hyper-specific. You know, that's good, isn't it? Very good. They both looked at each other like, no, that's a silly one. You need something, like, real. How dangerous is that? So my little heart and soul just got crushed. And then, do you know what the computer spat out for me? I don't know what they put in. Carpet fitter. (laughs) Look at the room we're in. Look at this room. Do you see a carpet? No, you don't. Because I hate carpets. There's no carpets in this house. There's no carpets in this house because I will not fit them and I will not watch them be fitted. Hang on. Didn't you actually... And it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lovely job just because they're carpet fitters. But it wasn't for me. Yeah, when we... someone says, what do you want to do? And, and I say, film director. And they say, carpet fitter. Well, it's just awful. It's so dangerous because mm. honestly, that really stayed with me. Well, like, should... I truly mean that. I think that is actually a form of shaming. I was so deflated. I bet you were. And in hindsight, 
It's such a realistic thing. And yeah, also, yeah. it's not for them to say whether it's achievable or not. Yeah. It's for them to show you the road. And there yeah. is a road to yeah. become a film director. It's like, right, you need to do this, 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 this. Go there and um, good luck. Yep. Oh, God. Careers advice. I can't, I don't know what it's like now. I'm sure it's way better. But it's a really important part of school, careers advice. It and it is. should be a continual thing. Especially if the kids don't have access to a lot of role models and people working in a variety of careers. Apparently, Benj... I stumbled upon some research. Did you? Um, kids fix their aspirations. I think if I'm remembering this right, it's seven or eight. Wow. So by that age, they have worked out like these are, this is the possibilities for me. Obviously, as an adult, you can sort of rework and, and rewire. But from around seven, eight, you have absorbed messages about what you think is the possible future for you so it's so important in those moments where a kid goes i want to be a film director exactly as you say someone goes cool let's figure out how you do that yeah you got to meet that with energy yeah and don't crush a boy's dreams and also alternatives because if not the film director which is obviously is highly competitive and a relatively you know, you could say that's a, a small number of people that get into it. But even so, there's no reason why that shouldn't be you. There will be so many other jobs around that particular career that would also be interesting. Exactly. Exactly. It's about fanning the flame. Yeah. Don't piss on it and stamp it out, Mr. McRae. Don't put carpet all over it. But we do, we do welcome all our carpet fitter listeners. We do. We absolutely do. But it's not for me fitting those damn carpets. You would have been a great film director. And I honestly you're... thought you were going to say you would have been a great carpet fitter and I was about to shoot you down. Um, I, do you want to hear the rest of my career's advice? I've got two more points. <clears throat> Build a personal brand. I think it's really important. You're very brandy. Turn yourself into a, a brand. No, build a personal brand because I think... This is going to be in the future opportunities for the multiple revenue streams. That's what they reckon kids are going to have eight different careers, multiple different revenue streams. Yeah, that's what I can't seem to explain to the my mum and like that generation. I think they're very confused about how we make money. And I'm like, well, it comes from multiple places. They're like, what do you mean? Where does it come from, CFO? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to know multiple streams <laughs> multiple streams yeah so and, and that's why financial literacy is so important to democratize financial literacy so you're coming up with some big old really words. really important yeah but building a personal brand i think that is one thing that is exists now and it's important now but i think it that will stay that will be a continuum whatever industry you're in i think building your personal brand will always be a, a good investment Look, Ems, I'm telling you, this is good stuff. you got to spread this. Can you not get this down? Well, I've, Write this down? What's in my notepad? My next one is make friends wherever you go. So this is also part ties into the personal brand and being memorable and not throwing away any contacts. So since I pivoted and since I exited my last business, some of the clients that I'm working with at the moment are people that I met in my first year when I started out mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. just like really remember me and I had an impact and you know really enjoyed working with them and now they're my clients and I think god I was like you know 11 years ago Emma is this a mission statement no what is it well, it's, it's just, a call to action it's a call to action but this should be on news round 
Or some of the big news. Or maybe it will be. News at 10. One day. Start spreading this, Ems. You've got to get into the school hall. Right, I've got one more piece. Oh, you might is... need to knock off a few of these pieces. There's quite a few. <laughs> Find out what comes naturally to you and do more of that. So I'm I'm not about like, oh, these are my weaknesses and I've got to work on them. And like having a job where you're constantly like going uphill, trying to mm. do things that are a struggle. Figure out what are the things where you get into flow yes. and do more of those. Yes. Double down on what you're good at. Yes. You bunch of douchebags. <laughs> now, you don't want me in the school hall. <laughs> no. But it's I, I am so into that. Who's the stand-up comedian that does, like, one-liners? No, it was Jimmy Carr on Diary of CEO. It's that thing of going, well, work as smart as you can. Work at the thing that you're best at. I think school teaches us maybe the wrong lesson. School teaches us a lesson about mediocrity and being all-rounders. And yet we live in a world that does not reward all-rounders. Who gives a fuck about all-rounders? If you, if you get a D in physics and you get an A in English, I say, just go to English lessons because we're going to get you up to a C grade in physics. I'll tell you what the world doesn't need. Someone who's shit at physics. Still, <laughs> still shit at physics with no natural. So find out what you've kind of got a natural, you know, that edge thing. Find out what you have a natural ability for. What's the thing that you do best? And again, I would remind people, it's not the best in the world, just better than anything else you do. Lean into that. Like go big on what you're good at because... Yeah. How far can you take that? There's so much kind of like work on your weaknesses, working on your... What about working on the things that you're really good at? Totally. I think your weaknesses are actually your biggest opportunity. So recently I have started looking at some of the things holding me back in terms of my weaknesses and rather than seeing them as weaknesses... I hope I'm not one of them. them (laughs) Because don't you dare cut me loose. (laughs) Emma, I say this often... I would not sign the papers. I wouldn't. <laughs> One of my weaknesses... Dead weight. Oh, my God. This guy's holding me back. Is um, consistency and um, like discipline. Yeah, and, no, you're rubbish at consistency. Yeah, but one of my strengths is playfulness and making things fun. So I take the weakness, see it as an opportunity and think, imagine if I took this thing mm. and like put it next to the thing that I'm good at and then sort yeah. of like integrated it. And that's what I've been doing. You're bad at leaving stuff everywhere around the house and being messy. That's, but, that's, but, that's but, a total tangent. But I don't want you to work on that. I want you to work on the things that you're good at. Oh, man. Yeah, this is more in a work context. Do you know what I feel like? I'm like behind you with one of those massive fans. Can you see? Just like pushing you forward. Oh, I see. I thought you, like I'm I thought you meant you I thought you meant like a hoover. Like no, you I'm such cleaning a bo- my mess up. No, I'm a booster. You're such a booster. I'm a massive cheerleader. Yeah. I'm I'm in a crop top. Yeah. With um what are the cheerleading Pom-poms. things called? Pom-poms. Yeah. And I'm just like E M M A go Emma. I'm that. You are, but sometimes you also... You need it, because sometimes you get all, like, down in the dumps and like, ooh, I can't do this. Well, so I work on my own now. I used to... My confidence cup used to get filled Honestly, up... Honestly, can you just jettison that from garbage? being around... Can you just jettison it? Do you know what jettison means? Is it a cartoon? No, it's like when you're in a spaceship and you get rid of, rid of all, like, your, your garbage and your wee. You just get, get it off. It makes the spaceship lighter, and then you can go further. Love that. Did I just say something good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm jettisoning. Yeah, just, I'm just so sick and tired of you, like, not having... Because on, on 
in some ways you're so hyper confident and in other ways you're an absolute mess yeah it's just like just do all the be the confident one (laughs) (laughs) do you know well i'm just embracing my whole self yeah sometimes you've had a look you know sometimes you have a wobble because you haven't got a team around you and it's just you yeah i thought that would have been freeing it is freeing because that, I mean, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to do something different because I spent a lot of my time doing leadership and management, which I enjoyed for a time. But then, as I was saying with the pivot, I didn't want to do that forever because there was a side of it that really stressed me out. And I found it really hard to shut off from it. Just mm. with my personality, it wasn't always a good, I was very good at it, but unsustainable for me. <clears throat> How do you feel about when they did the careers uh, fair, I think you would call it, and they turn your sports hall into like an army recruiting station. Stop calling things a fair when there's no slide. Yeah. What, me or those people? Just the world. Okay, yeah. Because I thought it was very army-based. Yeah. It's I was like, like, oh, you're trying to recruit us to go to war. It's like your armies, your banks. I was like, I'm really interested in the training, but I don't want to go to war. And they were like... I don't think it's for you. No. <laughs> Did they say, ooh, have you thought about carpet fitting? <laughs> yeah. Benj, this is a segment show now, and I think that is a good place to end the catch-up. It's actually not. Um, <laughs> because I would like to talk to you about skincare. Oh. Yeah. Dermatology. Big word, Ems, from a big boy. <laughs> So my New Year's resolution was, believe it or not, I've never washed my face. <laughs> That's gross. I mean, it gets wet in the shower That's every not day. That's wetting. Yeah, but I, I don't really, I don't have a routine no. at night no. or in the morning, and I even sort of fell out of using moisturizer, and I thought. I'm 41, I need to get a skincare routine. So you, for Christmas, you got me all my tools that I need. And I am loving it. My skin feels incredible. Can I just talk you through the routine? You're glowing. Yeah. First, I put this big goopy stuff on. And I put it, it's like beeswax. Mm. I just put it all over my face and it heats up and it's nice. Then I get these special hand towels, which you bought me. Also known as a flannel. Are they flannels? Yeah. And then I had to ask you... What do I do with it? I was like, do I scrub? Do I put loads of pressure on? I don't want to tear my face off. Which side of the flannel do you use? I was asking you really basic stuff. You kept coming out of the bathroom and I thought he cannot have any more questions. So many questions. face cloth. Yeah. (laughs) So then I I, I wash it off and that's part one done. Then I get this. Just for the listeners, it's a, a hot cleansing oil. So that's what it's called. Yeah. So you put it on and it gets a bit warm and then you add a bit of water and it foams up. Oh, it's so nice. Then phase two is I lie down and I get this like uh, sleep oil mm-hmm. and it's in a little pipette. Mm-hmm. And I, I just lightly put some of that on my face and it's sort of, you just go to sleep with it on and your skin overnight just mm. sucks it up mm. and you feel incredible. Well, welcome to the skincare revolution, baby. Do people do that every night? Yeah, um, some people have 12 steps in their skincare. What about men? I don't know. Mm. Okay. Well, if there are any men out there, get a, skin, you know, get a skincare routine. It's very good for you to like take care of yourself like that. Also, I quite like the process and the ritual of it. Mm. I do. 
And when I, then when I sit down to read my book, I feel nice about myself. Are you going to shout out what brand you're using? Because you do like to give out free advertising. I've never looked. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's Beauty Pie. Is it Beauty Pie? Mm. Right. And if you're a brand and you'd like free advertising, just email hello <laughs> at peoplewhoplay.com well, and Ben will give you a rave review. No, seriously, I, that would be a pleasure because I love their products, Ems. Okay, sorry. The end of the segment. Moving on. Okay, it's time for Retro Rewind. Now, this week, Gout, for doing excellent potty training, got the gift of me taking him to Smith and saying, right, choose something as a, as a treat, as a reward. He collected stickers on his chart. He gets a treat. Now, he found something super early, and I thought he'd just go straight to trucks. But he actually went to the Transformers aisle. And he picked out a Transformer. It was very specific. It was like a truck thing with a big crane on it. He was called Road Hauler. And I just didn't look at the price. It was a very small thing. Wow. Things are expensive. It was $29.99. Transformers are not exempt from the cost of living crises. No. But he loves it. $24.99? No, $29.99. OMG. Oh, yeah, I, said, I, I did tell you that I'd never tell you, and it's I just ve- did. It's a very intricate design, a Transformer, though. Well, yeah, but it's really, it's a 15 quid toy. It's quite small. Oh, it's not, it's 29.99. Well, yeah, exactly. But oh, It's um, too complicated for me, I can't get it back in. No, of course, and I knew that was going to be the problem with him. I was like, look, you're never going to be able to transform this sucker, so I have to be there every time he wants to transform it. It's an absolute nightmare. But he really does like it. You know, you never know with toys do you that you know he could literally be bored with that by the time we get home or he could imprint on it and take it to bed and take it everywhere and that's what's happened transformers is the first toy which created content to sell toys so they made transformers they couldn't shift them they could not sell them so they, yeah. they decided to make the cartoons the animations yeah in order to sell the toys and that became like the blueprint model for consumerism <laughs> yeah, yeah but people should look at how they did it because they did such a good job it wasn't just phoned in it no. was so layered yeah, it was and amazing had a massive story yeah. arc but it's like, really interesting because the toy did come first that's very unusual i showed him transformers there's like a really cool netflix transformers show it's like really dark and cool so we've been watching that together and I thought, is it good, you know, this is a 30-year-old IP. Can they not invent new ones? I mean, it doesn't bother me because it's like, wow, how weird is this? Transformers is something that I watched and I played with and now it's also something that my two-year-old likes. Yeah, but that's just cross-generational entertainment. Yeah, I know. It's just interesting because mm. it's like I don't have a single example of that and my dad. Well, no, you wouldn't because... He's like, he's running around with a stick. (laughs) But you wouldn't because we, the children of the 80s, were that sort of IP franchise, marketing to kids, kids TV. It It was the start of all that and it absolutely boomed in the 90s. So in a way, we're quite unique generation of parents because... I feel unique. Because we are so nostalgic in a way that I don't think our parents are or were because we're nostalgic specifically for pop culture. Yes. I heard you listening to the film while I was working. Watch. We were watching the film. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you watching the film and that movie has got some absolute 
bangers. Oh, hasn't it? You got the touch. You got the power. Wow, Stan Bush. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, that film did come out of the cinema. It was a massive release. The thing is, it's highly controversial because what they did was they killed everyone off in like the first 20 minutes so they could sell more toys. Obviously, they needed to bring in new characters. And, you know, they they killed off Prime and it's like, jeez, tearjerker. Prime, you can't die? Do not grieve. What, in the first 20 minutes? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the movie bombed. It bombed, yeah. But you can't kill Optimus Prime. Well, you can. They did. This piece of research that I've stumbled across, I am very interested in the effect of different environments and specifically being at play while you're in that environment on well-being and mental health and how you feel and so this is a study there's two actually one in 2006 and then another one more recently in 2019 2019 where, 2006 <laughs> thanks where they are trying to understand if going to art galleries and museums helps with stress it certainly does if you're alone not if you've got a <laughs> bunch of kids that are just like what is it because i think intuitively if you imagined yourself on a day where you feel quite stressed out and then you went into a museum or an art gallery i think intuitively most people would say yeah i think i would feel a bit less stressed when yeah, i came out for me it's a solo endeavor yeah but i don't even really want to go with you if i went with you i'd say let's split up and we're we're meet back in an hour and we can discuss yeah that's fine it's like I, I'm sl- I want to go slow yeah I don't want to be told when to move on no. it's like no I'm staring at this and I'm gonna be staring at it for the next five minutes I'm a CFO and I will stare at this painting yeah yeah so what they did was they took a bunch of uh, workers in the city I think they were individuals actually and before they went in they they self-reported their stress levels and they also measured their saliva and then they went around the gallery hang on hang on hang on Saliva. Like, well, you know, like they tested their saliva. For what? For, I don't know, stress. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, we you, carry stress in our gans. Well, I think you can... You can <laughs> well, you test... A, uh, it's called arousal levels in oh, saliva. Oh, my God, Ems. It's like to measure pleasure, I think. Right. Um, anyway, when they came out, they were less stressed. Is the, is the simplified version of the data. That seems like obvious to me. I think going, i tell you one thing, here's a tip, even though kids struggle, you should keep trying and keep doing it until something resonates, mm. because I think appreciating art is a really amazing sort of skill and mm. having, I think it shows intelligence, Well, it, it's not about your, it's not really about your opinion, it's how it makes you feel and that's yeah. why I always try and get across yeah. to the kids, it's like yeah but when you look at that, just tell me how you feel and whatever that is mm. is right for you well you probably most people don't think that going to museums and art galleries 
you're at play, but you absolutely are because every time you're doing what you say, you are engaging with your imagination. What does it mean? What were they thinking? How does it make me feel? What does it? What does? What, what do I associate with it? Like you are, you're really curious. Like that's the sort of suspended state when you're in those types of environments. So I think, although it's quite obvious, the data that they would come out feeling less stress. I think what they're trying to understand, and this is actually still really cutting edge, trying to understand why. Why? Just, I'm sorry, but I'm just picturing a load of like workers coming out in high vis. Like, right, spit into this bucket. Let's measure your saliva. Oh, I feel great, mate. Yeah, oh, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I think obviously they haven't proven why, but from what I know about what happens when you play, that's what's happening. You're, you're in an imaginative state. I love the scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they go to the art gallery in Chicago. It's a great scene. It's so good. Ems, I tell you what, you should stumble into some more research. I love these segments. Art matters. Oh, it does. And that is not highfaluting. If you don't like art and, you know, you've never been to an art gallery, go. But it's You not, might really, really enjoy it. But also, it's not about liking it. When I did that uh, colour and expressionism course last year, the tutor was big on that. Like, she would show things and some people in the class would be like, oh, I don't like that. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. She's no. like, no, it's not, it's not about that. Yeah, because that's coming from a place of, like, ownership of, oh, I don't like that, I wouldn't have that. It's it, Again, it's how how it makes you feel and yeah. if it does if it makes you feel a certain way yeah that's really interesting yeah it's about having conversations with yourself emma it's about yeah that's the curiosity questions mm. apparently curiosity actually did kill the cat yeah that's an annoying expression because it actually and you're an adult that's one of the things that you take in <laughs> how can and you it, be so it, annoyed <laughs> by that <laughs> because it makes you think that you shouldn't be curious Curiosity is not nosiness. <laughs> They're very different. Well, I poked the bear there. Yeah. I poked the bear. I just, yeah, that expression annoys me because because adults stop being curious and it's a problem because curiosity is really good for us because it keeps us open, it keeps us learning, keeps us playing. And you have these expressions like curiosity killed the cat, which it's like bad brand association for mm. curiosity. I'm extremely curious person. Good. And you're an extremely curious person, and together, I, I, don't, I don't know. We're not. We're cats. Curiouser, curiouser. Right, Ben. It's time for the next segment. What the hell is it? Overheard at home. Yeah. So what is this? This is like stuff that that we've heard around the house that feels normal at the time, but then. Actually, it's ridiculous when you take it yeah, out of the situation. Yeah, I, I think as a parent, you all these things tumble out your mouth in the moment that are totally normal. And then sometimes I just catch myself and, and you take it out of context and you just think, what on earth are you talking about? Yeah, well, there's a lot of those when you're potty training. Yeah. I had one recently. I've, I was in a conversation with Scout and I found myself saying, I don't, I don't think, think your think penis, your penis is, big is big enough yet, yet for stand-up yeah, wheeze. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I hear that coming from another room, I'm like, oh my God. 
because I, I was potty training him and I was like, oh, maybe this would be easy if we do a stand-up. And I was like, do you want to try a stand-up? And he was like, yeah. I don't think he's going to grow that much. He's got to do, st- I mean, how but big does he th- need to be? Maybe it wasn't about that. It was more about the, um, the, you know, the stream. The stream didn't have enough power. Wow. Yeah, you're really big on not uh, on using all the proper words. Yeah. Aren't you? You're massive on that. It's one of your yeah. big things. Just say it. Yeah. You do. You say it all yeah. the time. <laughs> you say knee or foot. Yeah. Say what penis. else has been heard? I also found myself, I was getting to that point where it was, that they call it touched out. Have you ever heard that expression? No, I haven't heard any of your expressions. <laughs> I've, heard of, I, I've heard of things like curiosity killed the cat. I don't know these new ones. Touched out is a term used in parenting to describe where you cannot bear being like touched anymore. Like the kids have just, you you know, you're feeling quite intense. It's been an intense time and you're yeah. at your maximum where you're like, I don't want anyone near me. Yeah, you were doing rough play and then I, and then I heard you shout out, I am I not, am a, not slide. a slide. I am not a slide and you are not. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I am, but in that particular moment. I was, that I was just feeling it was the end of the day I'd been with Scout all day one of my sort of big parenting triggers is when you've put in such a good performance all day you know you've been off your phone you've mm. had fun together mm. you've, you've cooked like you've done the things and then you get to the evening and you're just like I just want to have a conversation with you or yeah, you, enjoy you're... my meal. And it's like, it's so, it's like deeply, obviously it's not personal, but it's like you get into these mindsets where you're like, I, I can't have anything. No, I feel like I'm better at you than that. I get it across the line. Yeah, you no. don't get it across the line. You stop an hour before... The game finishes. The game of parenting. Yeah, no, the, you do. The patience what? dries Why up. Why do you do that? You stop at six o'clock. The, the game finishes at seven. Well, not if you're there. You I get him across over. the line and like, yeah, I get him to bed. You go, you really fall apart in that last hour. And, you, yeah. and you're right. You had such a good day. Yeah. And then it all goes because, fanny up. Because I was, I, was try- I was actually having a really interesting conversation with you. And they don't really? happen that often. <laughs> They're rare. And I was like, I really want to finish this conversation. And he was just like crawling on my head and then like sliding down my entire body whilst I was trying to chat to you about something that I really wanted to talk about and I was just like you've always got so much stuff you need to talk to me about and I've got nothing oh thanks no but you've always got like big things like I need to talk to you about this I really need to talk to you about this you've got a lot to do I'm just like okay okay let's do it (laughs) you really do so are you going to try and get across the line more? Mm, I think you just... Everyone's stamina and patience levels are unique. And I think it's perfectly reasonable to have a capacity and for... That, Motherhood is a marathon. That end part of the day is just like, just grit your teeth and get through it. Oh, Ems, no, no, no. Well, it is when 90% of the day has been, you know, lovely. Okay. I'm enjoying these segments. Listener question. Keep these coming. Do people know our email address? Hello at peoplewhoplay.com. That makes sense. You can also DM me. Find me on Instagram. Slide into my DMs. Not my Doc Martins. I mean my Insta account. I do get a lot of messages from your lot. My lot? Yeah. I don't know if they'll appreciate being called that. Well, there must be some... Some crossover. Uh, Do you know what I was trying to do there? Think of a big word. Mm. And I couldn't. Some osmosis. (laughs) There must be some cross-pollination there. Yeah, some account. Um, like, oh, I follow Emma. I'm going to f- follow her. 
nutter husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, Benj, the question is, do you think there is such a thing as too many toys? On planet Earth or in your kid's bedroom? In your house. Yes, you can definitely have too many. Me and you, I think we have different vibes on this. You like rotation, which means having maybe more than you need, but you cycle through them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in fairness, from what I have seen in other families, we're pretty minimalist. I think we're quite minimalist. I think you can definitely have too many toys. It's too overwhelming. And if you've got a playroom, for example, where everything's just kind of like stacked up and in like big tubs, I don't think kids bother to look at things. I think it's more efficient and you get value out of having things for different ways of playing if you understand that kids like construction they like sensory play they like role play and like having a few things for the different ways of playing Mm -hmm. that's generally more conducive this is like younger kids when they get older I do think that there is, I do think it's important to not just get rid of everything when you think kids are growing out of stuff. I think parents can sometimes... Pull the cord too soon. Yeah, and I think and part of the issue with this is the way that the toy market is segmented. So toy manufacturers really want to put an age on everything, partly from a design point of view and sort of safety, but also partly for you know, shifting people along and, you know, you're ready for this now and, you know, this is for this age kid when you're gifting. And part of what happens is that parents think, and also kids themselves, think, oh, that's babyish now. I've grown out of that. And we want to try and avoid that because really, when you strip that back, like, who is it to decide how old you should be when you play with a Barbie doll? No, I love Barbie dolls. I love toys. Now... (laughs) Phoenix and Indy, you know, they don't really have... Toys is broad, isn't it? Mm. But they are kind of out of toys, really. I think that's another good point, though. What is the definition of a, of a toy? It's yes, some, that's so true. something that has been designed for you to play with. So however you like to play and however you are, your imagination is stimulated, the things that help you do that are your toys. Yeah, I, I think less is definitely more in this scenario with scout like i play so much with him so i have a real understanding of even just that one transformer that represents hours of play when you add it up over Mm. the course of you know like a week and it's like oh my god how little they actually need is mind-blowing so they really do have too much so i'm a big fan of just charity shops get just you know Mm. come on because you mentioned rotation which i really like so just to sort of counter that point novelty is really important to kids so something that's a new experience we want variety in their play um preferably we want them to have as many different experiences as possible but that doesn't have to equal constantly buying more and more and more and more so rotating also bringing in you know things from around the household to change how you play with something Mm. is a way of doing that so i would say that variety i would prioritize that but that doesn't necessarily mean accumulation of more and more and more how do you feel about toys in the living room um i think that's my space emma (laughs) well it's not actually oh no god no it's our yeah sorry it's it's a i think shared space i like the house to be 
a clean shared... and tidy <laughs> at all times. I like the house to, to feel like a shared space. I want it to feel like children live here. I sometimes think that you're a bit too like museum-y. Take gallery. Things. Yeah. This house is torture for kids because there's a lot of like toys and things in this particular room. And they're not allowed to touch. Well, kind of, but just like it's it's quite it's quite a stimulating house. There's lots of things to look at. It's very hard to get children out of this house when they it visit. is. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, don't touch it. I want I want you to um, tell me how looking at this toy makes you feel. Now, let me test your saliva. <laughs> Go in this room and tell me if you feel less stressed when you come out. Now, here's this. This is a spittoon. Now, hockaloogie, because my wife is going to test your gams. That is gross, Emma. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, I've got like a display cabinet with loads of 80s toys. We've got a table in here that's filled with like action figures. I mean, Scout's got toys in the living room, but I want them stored away. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'm not running a damn soft play here. <laughs> no, but actually my my preference of toys has always been to think equipment rather than toys. Because I think those sorts of things... You know, the big, those big foam bricks that we've got that look like bricks, but they're really light. Like, yeah. they're amazing. You can do loads of them. Like, all the balanced stuff is always really good. Like, mats, um Yeah, so all of that stuff, you do need space. You do need space, yeah. I think you need more space than you actually think. think. Yeah. So, yeah. I think those toys are a privilege, Ems. Do you know where the best toys are, Benj? Oh, God. Wait, in your brain? Nature. Nature, damn it! I was close. Sand, water, mud, sticks. Yeah, get out. Yeah, it's full of them. Free I'll toys. tell you a, I'll tell you a secret right now. I do slip toys out that you don't know about. Yeah, you also Uh-oh. slip things out that I do know about. Oh god! Like my I'm in trouble, guys. My favourite beanie. <laughs> but one day you were like, "Oh, you've had this forever. It's time for it to go," and I Come miss up. it every day. Wow! I haven't been able to buy another one. Can I say that I'm deeply sorry because I tell you, if you took my beanie to the Chazza shop, I would go mental. You were like, oh, I think you need a new one. It doesn't sound like me, this person. No, I think you don't understand that when you're in like charity shop or tip mode, you actually transform into a different person. Yeah, I love stuff going out. You do. Also, you get such a high. And you also, when we go and drop something off at the charity shop, you... Never ever believe that they take it. No, I can't you come believe out it. And you're like, I can't believe they took it. It's amazing. It's so good. Getting rid of stuff, Ems, you have to. Isn't there a lot of value? You've got to stay light. Uh, yeah, I'm all about that. I don't want to feel weighed down by possessions because I think you and I have a slightly different relationship to the home because we want to rent our house out this summer because we're going traveling and i'm like come stay in the toy museum (laughs) and i'm like nothing (laughs) and i'm like what an amazing position to be in to have a place where you can rent it out and then go somewhere else like i just think that is mind but like that that's the benefiting from one of the joys of this modern world that we live in like that didn't used to be a thing whereas you're like Emma, I'm a man in my 40s. I don't think you know about men in their 40s. I do. No, you don't. You haven't stumbled into any research about that. You get very stuck in your ways, men do, when they get older. Really do. Yeah. They lean into it, Emma. Yeah, they do. They get very, like, unexperimental, won't take risks, like, closed mindset. Oh, I'm aware of it. And that's why I've built my entire business around living playfully. I think women are actually become much more playful when they're older because they have 
most of them being more restricted um on their way up and then i think there is like an unleashing and just a, a comfort with total opposite are. with the guy they shut down miserable no they're like well i've done that the best years behind me let's shut the walls let's build a big mind prison and i disagree I, I, with this everyone is, yeah this, this is the way i am i'm hardwired i'm baked in i'm pre-cooked <laughs> pre-cooked chicken yeah well that's gonna be a struggle if that's gonna be how you no but i wrestle with it and fight out of it yeah but i'm very i am aware of it it's it's a real thing i'm telling you do you feel it i do Mm. i feel it Mm. like oh let's just stay in let's just uh, you know oh my god getting you to do anything you have this thing where every single thing that i suggest you're i shoot it down baby it's like your reflex (laughs) is to find a way to say no it's like you've gone Pool and the yeah. clay thing, the idea, and I'm like, nope. It, it's one Emma, of my, it's one can of I my, just say sorry live on air? It's one of my biggest frustrations. If you added up all your pet peeves, <laughs> you'd have so but many. Imagine like constantly trying to find like fun ways to bring the family together and having not the child, but your co-parent been like, sometimes... <laughs> sometimes Sometimes your ideas stink, Emma. But they're really basic. Like, it's Sunday, it's sunny. Shall we go down to the beach? That sounds good. I love that. You were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> could, you, could you? I can't you imagine know, my hey, voice sounding like that. You know that thing? Can you, can you do something for me? You know that thing? Yeah, I love about? that. Yeah. Next time I suggest something, can you, like, count whoa, to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a daily thing, Can though. you count to five? One, yeah. And then just think before you answer. I'm going to do that. By the way, can I just say that you adjust your glasses like Clark Kent and it's so funny. What do you Is that mean? like a, a tick? Like you just do this, but it doesn't actually do anything. You oh just like... God, they're so bloody big. <laughs> Sometimes I, I feel them on my cheek and I feel like... I just yeah, you just sort of... Yeah, you do this all the time. Yeah. Do you know that you're doing it? No, not really. It's so Clark Kent. I think... I like it. I think because they're so big, I think, oh, they can't be in the right place. So I move them. God, now that you said they're... Big, like they are huge. They take up so much of your face. Yeah, I'm trying out contacts, but that's something we'll come back to in a future episode. Do men with beards have skincare routines? Yeah, I think they put oil and stuff in their beards. <laughs> no, but they've only really got these the little cheeks to work with in their forehead. No, I think they Aww. they sort of condition their beard. Do you think lots of my friends, almost all of my friends, have beards? Is that a thing in your 40s? Because it's like, you, they can't shave them off because their skin will be like translucent underneath. I, I don't have any uh, experience <laughs> in this to ask. And look, I know that we've done the skin routine part of this show, but I did, that's what I wanted to add in. I was like, bearded men. They're mm. just basically looking after their forehead, nose and cheekbones. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they're like getting deep in there to their cuticles. Oh, right. Yeah. I'll never have a beard. No can't grow one right i thought it was just a, a preference no anyway we're drifting you all, it's all in your eyebrows though <laughs> you have got a thing about my eyebrows <gasps> oh i love them that's um the end of the show thank you so much everyone for coming back and joining us we can confirm that we have an agreed new format and this will be the last time we mention it because we promised we'd stop doing podcast admin on the show. So we will be dropping episodes every Tuesday. So a weekly podcast. Each episode will be like this. 
me and you, Ben. Mm-hmm. And then I'm continuing with a guest program, but they will be extra bonus episodes. So there'll be at least one a month. They'll be on top of our weekly show. Sounds good to me, Ems. There we go. We never have to mention it again. Emma, where can the great people find you? I'm on Instagram at playful underscore den. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram, Ben Flying Retro. See you next week. Why? Stay playful.